Good day. What I want to share with you today is a fictional story of what I think could possibly be a, um, a scenario of what could happen during the bold judgments. So remember, this is just a story. But we're going to start off with the summary of the state of the earth thus far, and I'm going to be speaking as if I'm just recounting my story of what takes place. Some of the things in the story are going to be what I've pulled off um, various different sites regarding technology, etc. And the objective of what I want to try and do here is to try and basically get you to begin to think of what will things look like in my time? What will things look like right now? So let's let's begin and we're going to be looking at the Mideast War up until Wormwood. The start of the end of the age. The families moved and the Holy Spirit prompted us to move camp a few days ago. We found out later that it was to be targeted, to be mapped by the hunter-killer swarm drones. The enemy has really been pushing their policy of making or executing the population. Those who received the mark, they were herded back into sanctuary zones and catalogued and uh, basically allocated where and what and who and why they would be serving. Those who refused, guillotined. It's quiet here on the watch. The family settled down below in the valley. Through the haze and the gloom, I can see the sun beginning to rise. I still can't get used to its new color. It doesn't give, it doesn't give off much light, but it's very, very hot. The dawn is strange, very quiet, very eerie. I was thinking back of the discussion around the dinner when we were at the campfire. We, we, we ate roux. That's kangaroo for those who are not in Australia. An angel actually led Ben to it and it's going to feed us for a few days. We've also got sweet water to drink in this spot. The discussion that we were having was quite interesting because we were discussing what was going to happen when he returns and uh, whether we would be raptured before or during Armageddon. We heard a report on the shortwave radio regarding the death of the two witnesses. It seems that there are reports out of Jerusalem that the witnesses had been killed by the Antichrist himself. Apparently he walked right up to their preaching spot in the temple which had been forbidden for the enemy and they didn't really go there and just outright shot them, he killed them. And the world, this is what's strange, the world, not really strange, but the, the world seems to have rallied to his side and, and uh, a new sense of hope seems to be spreading with regards to the defending of earth against the coming invasion. Reports are also saying that many of the armies of the world are being mobilized and uh, headed for the, for, for, for the Middle East, specifically the north of Israel. 
Armageddon is here. It's it's here. The final countdown has begun. Unfortunately for the enemy, his time's up, and we'll be seeing Jesus soon. And so there's this excitement that seems to be spreading around the family. Psalm 83, war. That was a long time in coming. Thinking back to that initial attack, that all those years ago on Israel, by the infamous 11. And you can go and read about that in Psalm 83. It seems a lifetime ago. Thinking about it, I still cannot believe it happened. After all the preaching, the teaching, the writing about the subject, after all the scorn being received of being called the conspiracy nut, things like, it, I just, I just, when it happened, I was left speechless. I could not believe it. I thought we, we had more time than we actually had. The American president had brought or seemed to have brought a stabilizing factor to many areas of the globe in the midst of what seemed to be a world headed for a complete and utter collapse of its civilization. It seemed that he had knocked the Babylonian Empire, the New World Order, back into the tumultuous sea of humanity. The global economy even though it had bubbles here, there, and everywhere, seemed to have slowed and steadied, and there was a steady-state recovery in, pro in progress. A lot of reversing of the deadly financial dealings of the globalists. It all seemed that it was settling down. It also seemed that all the impending global flashpoints for war seemed to have just subsided just that little bit and then suddenly bam out of nowhere the Palestinians the Arabs the groups from Lebanon the Iranians they all struck at once the infamous 11 all hell broke loose so from a global growing global peace and prosperity to suddenly waking up and a regional nuclear war had just taken place. Everyone was shocked and horrified by the level of damage and especially also by the death toll and the world changed overnight. Thinking back, I could not believe how quickly the collapse happened. One minute peace, everyone Rejoicing with regards to the prosperity and the next death, violence, destruction, and it just ramped up. I could not believe how many tactical nukes were released. The Elam prophecy had come true. Our group, our family group, barely got out ahead of the tsunami of the collapse after the UN peace accord was signed. I think people were lulled and then suddenly society erupted and the economic markets collapsed and the level of violence following was unprecedented. I thank the Lord we did have a few extra years to prepare. 
sadly, not many prepared. And a lot of people got taken out by the Red Horde, the Red Horsemen, as Russ Dizdar liked to call it, the Black Awakening. I remember one of his speeches of the shortwave. Somehow, someone got it taped and then broadcasted. Ben thought that the person who, was, who, who got that recording was one of the 144,000. I tend to agree with him. It was really good work. We also heard a recording of one of the witnesses preaching. Now that was exciting. Back to the recording, the Antichrist. If you had to combine all the greatest motivational speakers of the world, all the best preachers of the world, and you combine them into a TEDx talk, man, oh man, you could almost believe him. He was so persuasive. <laughs> and, and many people did. And so we moved into the era of life under the false prophet. And religious persecution and deception ramped up to a level that was unprecedented. The governments of the world torn apart socially, torn apart uh, with regards to the morals of people and, and, and the moral laws that they were promoting. Governmentally, it was torn apart. Financially, it was just in utter chaos and ruins. And geographically, unless it was a, a demarcated zone, things were things at that point were all in flux. Most of the world were unprepared, and billions of people died. It was a world without law and order. It was a world devastated by horsemen, deceived by the false prophet, and the outworking of the devastation of the regime of the Antichrist. Living under the uninhibited rule of the Antichrist was devastating. People went tribal, people went mental, people went nuts, people went into gangs. They were looking for and fighting for food, for water, for drugs, for weapons. Sometimes they were just looking for a fight. Trying to catch those that were headed to the New World Order sanctuary cities for safety and security. And once people got there, they just handed over their eternal destiny for that little bit of water and food. Outside the New World Order cities, nothing was working. Outside those world, New World Order cities, it was a violent wasteland. And the cliche badlands was used. Pictures straight out of, the, of those old movies of Judge Dredd. Mainstream media finally unveiled itself for what it was. Run straight out of the office of the world church leader. The propaganda machine of the Antichrist. They were fully promoting world ID chips. They were fully promoting the worldwide vaccine of the world's population. This was the preparing the world for the compulsory vaccination marking 666. 
They were prompting the persecution of those who did not want the vaccines or the marks. They were painting them as promoting the diseases that were going on around the time. And yet it was their own side that was promoting the diseases. The sixth trumpet, King Abaddon, media propaganda about vaccine dodges and the immune promoting the moral argument for the release of all the hunter-killer AI robots to purge the mark dodgers, the immune, as well as helping up clean and clean up the, the, the streets of the dead people lying around rotting. Image of the beast really came to its fore. That was the start of the great death. The first waves of death and dying over two billion people across the earth it was a period where through chaos that they promoted all the time, they were bringing their order out under the beast. So when the financial collapse finally took place, everything ceased, everything stopped, everything broke down. There were no national governments that could cope. Everyone was on their own. And society just unraveled and lawlessness just swept around the globe like a tsunami. And when the realization of what happened sank in, when the realization happened that you were on your own and no one was coming, there was going to be no one that would provide you shelter, no one that's going to feed you or your family, no one is going to provide you or your family drinking water that was healthy or safe, no one was going to protect you against the hordes, no one was going to provide for you medical attention. That's when things really became desperate. And the average family realized too late that they only had a few days worth of food and no means to acquire any more. And it became apparent that each person then became responsible for their own family's safety and security. The self-reliant, the preppers, the Christians had drawn unwanted attention on themselves and they became targets of attack and violence became the new norm. I think back and I could not believe how close our group came to not getting out. The suddenness of the collapse, even though we realized it, this highly complex civilization is just a couple of days away from collapse, but the suddenness of it was horrifying. The collapse of the society happened so much faster than I could have ever imagined. And then the red horseman rode across the globe. The dark awakening happened. These people were unleashed and it was horrifying. And that was just stage one. Things got worse from there. I still get the shivers when I think about how close we came to getting involved, engulfed in it. When the economy finally collapsed, people who'd been living comfortably, that comfortable middle-class lifestyle, suddenly found themselves destitute. No one had expected how complete it was. And most people were caught by surprise. No one ever expected the collapse of most of the nations. And most of the nations collapsed within, within days, within weeks. The United Nations, the worldwide church, 
the new world order, Babylon as I always call it, they were the only controls left. And that's where people ran to. It was sad and frightened to see when the starvation and the plagues began. The slow death by hunger, the starvation took its toll. And the numbers of dead, it was horrific, one in four to start off with. From around 2007, if I remember correctly, for the first time in history, most of the world's population, up to a point, I think, probably half the world's population, began to live in cities. And the viruses that were, were released just devastated the population of the world. Plagues released naturally due to the collapse of civilization. Dead bodies lying all around. Plagues released by the New World Order, Ebola, the Zika virus, swine flu combined with avian flu. <laughs> this thing devastated everything in its path. The death rate climbed. The dead lay unburied on the streets. The combination of the diseases already running through society and now starts the global efforts to produce a vaccine and rumors abounded all the more there was a vaccine coming we knew mark of the beast and now started the big lie the positioning of the population for a savior and violence broke out but it was amped up by the demonic Satan's foot soldiers augmented by demons and hybrids, food supply gone, safe housing in the safe zones only behind the walls, and outside, absolute wasteland laid bare with violence, deprivation, starvation, death, unlike the world has ever seen. And death became commonplace in the cities, in the neighborhoods. There were no public services whatsoever except in the safe zones. And those zones were geared to worship the supreme leader. Everything in those zones were geared to prepare the population in those zones to give themselves to the supreme leader. You walk into that zone and you had the choice. Worship the supreme leader or you're going to die. And the appearance that they gave was that life in these zones was normal. which will speak to the leader's vision to then begin to conquer the wasteland and to release the drones, the, the, the hunter-killers drones swarms, hunts of cleansing, they called it. Launched to reclaim the earth for the new human race and they were all assisted and augmented by their aliens who were there to help humanity achieve or rediscover their golden age which was the antediluvian age genesis 6 and then wormwood came i can remember the first encounter as it grew in the sky we felt the effects far in advance as it approached its inception interception with the earth on the radio, we could hear the globalists and the Babylonians calling people to their refuge cities, which had been constructed secretly to protect against the encroaches and the effects of wormwood and its coming impact. 
as well as the coming invasion that they foresaw. We knew what their coming invasion was. The king was coming back to claim his, his, his inheritance. Those that didn't know, they entered the city, they entered the system, and that's when they first heard about the mark. And that's when they took the mark. The mark that would protect them against the diseases, the mark that would give them sanctuary, the mark that would give them access to the economic and welfare systems of the cities, to inoculate them against the so-called alien pathogens they said that were in the tail of this comet. They were selling the idea that Wormwood was sent by aliens, a precursor to the invasion. They were also saying that the invasion had already happened and that they were dealing with the fifth column, which was us, the Christians, and the 144,000, which they said were the scouts and the two witnesses. Sadly, on the radio, we heard many testimonies from groups and individuals who had come in from the Badlands on how good it was in those sanctuary cities, how safe it was, how they had brilliant food, clean water, it was all healthy, it was all normal. And they kept on hammering out about being outside the cities, you were being in the Badlands, they're really promoting it. Judge, judge dread type things from those old movies. So as Wormwood grew larger in the sky, it became more and more terrifyingly beautiful. The Lord spoke to us and told us where we had to go to get shelter. And I remember when we arrived about a week before impact. And then things really got interesting because then we started to head right into the start of the Great Tribulation. I won't ever forget those five months that followed. It started with Wormwood. We've been fairly nomadic since the first impact. Our life had become like that of the children of Israel after Exodus, cloud by day, fire by night. The Lord would prompt us when to move and an angel would appear and say, go there and stay there the night and get up in the, in the middle of the night and move over to that ridge. And when Wormwood struck, things just got worse. That first impact, that sixth seal and those first four trumpets what hit me first was the noise. You could, you could feel the noise in the core of your being. Nature unleashed brings out some primal, primeval fears. Probably what the soldiers felt like on those wolf battlefields under prolonged artillery barrage but this this barrage was from God it was on God's scale but the incredible thing was we were protected under his wing I actually pitied those in the sanctuary cities and to watch as the as as, as we rotated day and night going closer and closer to that huge detail of that wormwood system going through it was like headed headed into a storm slow motion and there was nothing you could do about it 
And we knew things were going to happen. We knew what was going to happen. The earthquakes, the rumblings, the tremblings, the, the, the strange sounds, the loud sounds, the odd sounds, you know, volcanoes of old, new volcanoes were erupting. We heard of tsunamis that were crashing into the coastlines. And this wormwood system looked as big or bigger than the full moon in the sky. But it was interacting with Earth in a violent way. Eclipses were going on all times. Atmosphere began to fill with red dusts. This had an effect on the insects. This had an effect on breathing that we heard about in the sanctuary cities. And this had an effect on the people's skins. And the dust would settle upon the on, on the water and the waters became red. Animal life everywhere just suddenly died that were drinking the water and that led to a, such a terrible smell. And this, this also led further to waterborne sicknesses and diseases as people in desperation try to drink this water. And then the meteorites began of various sizes and they began to smash into the earth. Sonic booms, thunderings, crashes, explosions, and then the fire started to fall. Naphtha, naphthalene, fire rain, carbon and hydrogen gases from the from the system would begin to fall to earth and begin sinking and suddenly all around you you have these fire explosions just coming out of the earth vegetation was just burning everywhere you looked reminded me of the movie landscape from that film the road and the landscape became red black gray and green the greenness and the blueness just disappeared and there was a darkness sometimes in that period of time that was so dense not even our artificial lights would work at this time the fires were either started to become extinct or, or, or made invisible due to the denseness of the atmosphere and there were, was a period of time where we were just huddled for days and just in that one place and that one we didn't get up we didn't move probably about five to nine days could barely eat during that period of time and then there was that earth shock that 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 was wow that was one of the most frightening things i've ever had to go through the earth crust the oceans the atmosphere the pole shift all that happened at once as we went in completely into the tail of this comet. We couldn't see what was happening. But we, 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 could, we could sense it through what was happening on the earth. This massive earthquake. And the wind. The howling of the wind. The force of the wind during this period of time. Was incredible. Cities just disappeared. Their structures just gone. And when this was over, that's when we heard him speak. That speech was on the radio. It was like, if you, if you can imagine the movie Independence Day, where in the movie the president gets up on in, in the airplane hangar and he's surrounded by all the pilots and they're going to take off and fight the aliens it was like that I remember that I even chuckled and pointed that out to the group 
and he spoke about World Independence Day. He spoke about a coming invasion. And he spoke about the arrival of, of, of their forces that were there to, to begin to help. And strange things began to happen. Events that started the Great Tribulation. We could, we could sense it. We could, we could hear from the Lord and we could also see, see around about us what was taking place. King Apollyon was released from the abyss with his army of pain-inflicted demons. And we heard via the radio that many people were, inf were, were, were inflicted and the blame was caused on the, 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 the coming invasion. A mighty angel with a small scroll began to announce the mysteries of God. The appearance of two witnesses in Jerusalem that were supposedly, from their, their point of view and their propaganda, were the two scouts of the enemy declaring the surrender of the planet to them. We knew who they were. They were God's witnesses. And then Satan and his angels were cast down from the second heaven. The manifestation of the Antichrist in that speech, basically enthroned and crowned by the false prophet and the church and the United Nations, they implemented their one world government system, their one world religious system, and, and, and then they declared everyone had to be identified with a mark, worldwide ID. When Apollyon and his angels came out, they blamed Wormwood, and that promoted the mark. Because the mark was going to help them. But it was interesting to feel and sense the darkness when Satan came. It wasn't a physical darkness. But a darkness seemed to cover the whole earth. An evil presence. A supernatural chill just released on the world. Where you just sensed evil this brooding evil hatred this began to coil up and you could sense it and then they began to implement that one world government one world religion one world identification number and the rumors of the vaccine to prevent the pain plague the ids the mark of the beast Here's some questions. Christians, do you take it or not? Is this the big mark or a vaccine to prevent you from getting diseases? Is your pastor encouraging you to line up for the vaccine using Romans chapter 13 on you? It was so sad for me to hear about how many Christians succumb to the deception around that period of time the apostasy it was a sad day I remember that time I still remember it I still get a bit sick feeling about it people were sick getting sicker the dead were piling up on the streets at this point people began to realize their own personal survival was in their hands and most weren't prepared So they took the mark. There were rumors starting to come out around that time about opposition to the beloved leader in Jerusalem, 
which now suddenly became the world capital and anti-semitism began to grow because the israelis had had a peace treaty with the, the un and, and things we heard on the radio things weren't going so well with that peace treaty and there was a breakdown of that peace treaty and now the rumors had started to come out that the jews were preventing the golden age and the antichrist was raging against christ in his speeches and they in coming invasion and pointing out at how israel is is preventing them from ascending the jews were preventing the leader their nimrod from establishing his new world order their golden age or the, the, the reconstruction of their golden age something had to be done they were talking about how nationalism had led to the third world war which had wiped out most of the northern muslim nations and damascus was still a heap elam was a field of glass and this push this deception to unite the world under one government really began and came to its full fruition there and the line the deception that came through the median industry i remember this this is what they were saying we must not let religion finances and nationalism lead us to this horror of a devastated earth with all that has gone on we must unite follow the advice of the anuka and the establish and establish a global infrastructure excluding the dangers of all the insular monotheistic religions excluding the dangers of all the insular monotheistic religions if they don't comply they will die we cannot afford these wars like the last one <laughs> blah 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 and so they went on and on and on and on and the new world order crowned their messiah the antichrist he was going to save them from the coming christ within that next two and a half months the world as we knew it just changed and then wormwood part two if you thought the first passing and the horsemen were bad god's wrath something was incredible the lord kept us in that sanctuary for over a, a year and a half and we saw the second impact coming this time the earth was going through what looked like the worst of your nightmares and the impact was like nothing we'd ever experienced not even the first impact prepared us we heard on the radio that this pass had released a deadly alien pathogen and a plague began to impact the world's population especially around the people that had started to receive the, the marks the, the beast's mark and this plague resulted in really bad malignant evil sores breaking out on all the beast worshippers it was incredible and they, and, and they just their pain led them to more hatred of us and their and their hunts for us became more frenzied this appeared to be like some kind of skin ulcer that breaks out on the surface of the body 
don't know whether this was material from wormwood or from a result of all that King Abaddon and, 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 and Apollyon and his army believers who apostatized and worshipped the beast also suffered from this plague but it seemed that the faithful found refuge in God and he protected us we didn't we didn't get influenced and so over the radio we heard the term immune and that's when they really started to ramp up their hunts for us because apparently we were the ones spreading the contagion because we were immune and this was affecting those that had the mark I realized that Babylon, the false prophet, the Antichrist, were going to come after us now hard. The remnant. And they activated the image of the beast. And they were these hunter-killer AI robots. I'd always believed that these systems would be inhabited and controlled by demons. And they were. I really, I still believe they are. I still believe they are. These things were released. They even started to airdrop them in swarms around the badland to round up the unmarked. It was an incredible time to say the least. I remember an angel leading us through this clearing in the forest. And for about half a day we were led quietly through various drops of hunter-killer swarms. And we walked through it in utter silence. Even the forest was silent. Even the, even the children with us were silent as we were walking quietly through these clearings and we saw these hunter killer drones spread over these large areas and and and, and it seemed as if they, they were in suspended animation and i believe that was the work of the holy spirit you could see their eyes their antennas were on they were alive but they were completely unable to detect us we were just like under a cloud. We were under, a, un, under the wing. We were under the hand of God. We then walked past the controller, the killer robot. You could actually sense the evil emanating, pulsing out of this thing. You could see what it would do if it, was, if it caught a human. It was a, it was a terrible machine. We averted the children's eyes as we walked past it. It's execution blade there. There was also next to it a robot that would dispose of the human body. It seemed somehow they've designed a technology to feed off what was in the human body. I also, my personal opinion was that it was a packager, a processor of human beings, and they sent that off to the sanctuary cities. For human consumption solid green scenario a complete oh, terrible utter terrible thing for those that received the mark of the beast the degradation they endured and went through in their worship of this antichrist it was a real Genesis 6 culture 
where where Satan had absolutely became the pinnacle of human culture. That was the first time I saw the image of the beast. It's a terrible machine. And it actually sense the evil, the hatred just pulsing out of it. The entire world population marked by the beast suffered from that plague. Think about this. After all that had transpired up until that point, and now you've got a population in constant pain, can you imagine what will happen between people, especially after the Red Horseman? Human relations were at their worst during this period of time. And then the second bowl hit, seas died. We heard over the radio that the seas had died around the coast. People were moving in there to avoid the smell. Third bowl hit, and all the water sources began to become like blood. And then you started getting smells. You could actually smell yourself coming to a watering place because of the, the, the death smell of all the, the animals that had died. You can smell the dead rivers from miles away. The fourth bowl, the sun just turned hot. The faithful, we seem to be able to escape these judgments. And the Bible that we had, we kept reading about the story of the Exodus. And we all believed and know that God protected us in all these areas. And, and, and he led us as we listened to him. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. And that fifth bowl, worldwide darkness and the infliction of pain on beast worshippers. Just how darkness will cause so much pain, I still, still can't get my head around it. But the chaos that it caused, unimaginable. And that darkness, same as what happened in Egypt. And then the world began to prepare for the alien invasion. Revelation 16, 13 to 14, Amplified Version. And I saw three loathsome spirits like frogs leaping from the mouth of the dragon Satan and from the mouth of the beast, the Antichrist dictator, and from the mouth of the false prophet, for they are actually the spirits of demons performing miraculous signs. And they go out to the kings of the entire inhabited earth to gather them together for the war of the great day of our God, the Almighty. In Revelation 19, 19, Then I saw the beast and the kings and the political leaders of the earth with their armies gathered to make war against him who is mounted on the white horse and against his army. The marked ones prepared for this coming enemy invasion. I prepared for the return of my king. I wonder which of our family will be right regarding the timing of the battle of Armageddon that we had last night around the fire. The rapture is imminent. We can, we can sense it. You can sense the excitement. And every now and then you'd look across and catch someone's eye and they'll just look up to you and give you a nod or just say, Maranatha, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Amen. Well, that's it. That's my little scenario. 
of what would feel like or what what I think it would look like during that period of time. Uh, remember, it is a story based on an event line of scripture. I've just put a lot of fictional stuff in there. Uh, it could happen like that. Could happen some other way. But generally, you've got to stick to the scriptures. I'm going to give you two more podcasts. And then, as I said, take that break. Uh, before we give you the Antichrist and the Mark of the, the, the and, and the, the Babylonian scriptures. So the next one we're going to be looking at the end of the bold judgments and then I'm going to be giving you a grid review and an updated grid. And then we'll have a break for that time. Hope you enjoyed this one uh, and we'll talk again soon. God bless you.